1: Welcome to Freedom with Adam Riojas. His goal is not only to inspire you to receive everything God has for you, but to go out into the world and make disciples of all nations. And now, here's your host, Adam Riojas.
2: Welcome to today's show. Thank you for tuning in today, and we are excited that you're back. We love it. You know, we're hearing some great reviews that the show is catching on like fire and And that all of you are listening. I'm even hearing that it's probably the most listened to show right now. So thank you for tuning in today. Um, Today we have an incredible man of God, pow, pow, pow. Um, And in a minute or a second, I'll introduce him. But stay tuned with us for the latter part of the show when we come out of Malachi. Today we're coming out of Malachi chapter 3. We've done 1 and 2. And today you will be blessed by both our speaker, Pastor Paul, and the message. So without further ado, Pastor Paul, thank you for being here on the show. And if you can just give us a brief opening, um, tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: Yeah, Adam, uh, first of all, if, if you don't mind, i like just to say I'm honored and um, I'm privileged to be able to be here. I know, and I know the woohoo! <laughs> it kind of gets us going But uh, to me it just warms my heart To see all that God has done in your life Your wife's life The church, the school And everything before we even talk about um, Me And so I just want to make sure that uh, Before we get started and I introduce myself Amen. How uh, blessed I am to be here And, uh, and honored And privileged that the Lord would allow me to even say anything that would matter um, on this uh, radio show. So just really quickly about me, I'm a son of an assembly God, a pastor, uh, a son of a, a mother who was a registered nurse for 40 years. <laughs> and um, besides that, at this point in my life, all I would like to say about me is I'm like Paul in the Bible. By the grace of God, I am what I am.
2: Amen, Pastor Paul. Thank you for being here. So now, this latter part is interesting because we have a lot of folks listening, and I, I know they're going to be blown away and blessed by, you know, your family. You come from a from a, a deep standing of amazing athletes, um, from running backs to fullbacks to linemen to a quarterback, and. Um, I, I know that one of your relatives uh, had a stint with the Canadian football league. Tell us a little bit about him.
3: Yeah. Well, uncle Joe, um, to backtrack, uh, the pow pow family was actually the first family of football in Oceanside. Mm-hmm. There were seven brothers, my dad being the oldest. And uh, from there, they all, you know, uh, flourished in high school, went on to college and uh, had some opportunities in the pro ranks. And my uncle Joe was the one that was fortunate enough to have the longest tenure in there. And he played uh, about 10 to 12 years in the CFL, Canadian Football League. Amen. And he coached another 30. Whoa! Yeah. And so, you know, he's the epitome of a pro in all that he does, you know, when he's coaching now at El Camino High School. That's And he's awesome. the offensive coordinator. And, um, you know, he just, it's just a life of football. It's a football life.
2: That's awesome. You know, Joe, Joe was a uh, – really the first throwing Samoan in 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 the nation.
3: Yeah, we'll we'll get <laughs> some pushback from a family in Washington called the Thompson family. I know who they are. Zach Thompson attended uh, uh, Washington, Washington State University. Yes. And then he went to play on the San- Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> but you know what? They both um hold that, that um that title. They both are worthy of it. The throwing Samoan and uh you know there's there's more now. There's a throwing Samoan in Miami. Amen. The lefty, right? Yes. Uh, yeah and uh so uh, they you know, they opened up the door uh for the 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 current Samoan quarterbacks, Polynesian quarterbacks. So.
2: Amen. So your son played quarterback as well, Tofi.
3: Yeah, my son Tofi played for Oceanside High School uh from I Pirates. believe yeah, 10, 2010 to I believe what well, no, 2008 to 2012. And um, he is the only Polynesian kids who win the prestigious uh, KUSI uh, Prep Pigskin Player of the Year Award, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so um, that's that's um, a memory for him and memory for the family. But, it, you know, it's, it's just um, God's hand was on him at that point Amen. in his life as well. So Amen. now he's with his sister in Oregon, being a good brother, taking care of her while she is in her college years of her life.
2: So tell us a little bit about your daughter. She's she's now at South Carolina. Tofi's making sure that he's he's like the bodyguard, which is amazing. <laughs> tell us a little bit about that scenario.
3: Yeah, well, Tahina started her, her playing career here in San Diego at La Jolla Country Day, coached up by one of the best high school coaches in the nation, Terry Bamford. Why? Wow. Tahina tore her ACL two times in high school. Wow, And so for her to get a, an opportunity to play D1 college ball is only the hand of God. His Amen. grace was on her. So she went to University of Oregon in 2020 on a full-ride scholarship. And, you know, just like a marriage, just like in family, sometimes, um, you know, just things happen that you look back and say, I'm not sure if this was the right thing or place to be. But now here in 2023, she entered the transfer portal. And uh, three weeks ago, Coach Don Staley, the head uh, women's basketball coach from South Carolina, Lee wow. South Carolina called mm-hmm. and I actually, you know, she said, Mr. Pow Pow, this is, you know, Coach Don Staley from uh, South Carolina Gamecocks women basketball. I said, Coach, I know we're in April, but please, no late April Fool's jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, no, this is Coach Don Staley. We'd love to have your daughter. Well, last Sunday, um, signed on the dotted line and uh, the Pow Pow family went from uh, the Duck Nation to uh, Gamecocks Nation. Amen. So that's a who
2: <laughs> Amen to that, Pastor Paul. So, you know, you were also a, a, a great athlete as well. And so you were able to impart this with your family. But you know what I am really blessed by is who you are now. Mm. You know, you've been an incredible parent. You've had your trials. Um, Tell me a little bit about the trials that you've had with your family. And you don't have to go deep. But, yeah. You know, because most of the time you were just, man, I know you. Yeah. And you were one of the best fathers I know.
3: Yeah. I think to to just deepen the, the power of God, we always have to look back at, you know, um, his hand on me when I was in my darkest times. And I had a, a wonderful opportunity at El Camino High School, CIF champ. 1985, 13 oh and 0. Goodness. I just had to throw that in there. I know you're from pirate country, <laughs> oh but it's okay. Wildcats and pirates can't get along by the grace of God. Amen, so from there I went to Palomar College and then I went to Arizona State University. Got uh, kicked off uh, because of drugs and alcohol. I was actually doing lines of crystal at halftime because I needed energy. Oh my Go figure that out back in the day. Wow. So that just led to my life of peddling the drugs, using the drugs, pretty much... Um, just that whole dark world. And then man in 2001, man, I just I just sensed the, the a spirit of the lord was touching my heart and I just I I sensed that if I didn't do it at that time, uh my family would be just putting uh roses on me. Wow. 6 feet deep. So since 2001 to the current date, I've been a child of God, I've been restored, I've been reconciled, and the athletic piece is just something that I use to be able to get an opportunity to share the gospel now. All the trophies, all the awards, all the rings, it don't mean a thing.
0: Amen. And
3: I, I always, part of my training, the verse that I use for the, the umbrella, is what is it to gain the whole world and lose your soul? And I, I don't want to use my brother, Junior, say I on a bad light, but I always use his story to Absolutely. bring the light.
2: Absolutely.
3: What is it to gain a hall of fame status and lose your soul? And everybody knows how his story ended. That's right. And I'm trying to get this message out to the youth that your story doesn't have to be um, that way, that the grace of God can have have you have a different outcome at the end of your day.
2: Amen, Pastor Paul. So
3: if you use these things for his glory, you'll be overwhelmed in their life, just like he's doing you and your wife's. At the cross church, yeah, the school. Look at you. Uh, hey, well, I'm just, <laughs> hey, I, I, I just can't get, I'm like, man, he's just doing, he's doing wonderful things in Oceanside and he's using foolish people to do, do the work of, of what the wise, foolish what he does people. with the wise, you know, and I'm just, I'm, I'm amazed and I'm so uh, eternally indebted to Jesus Christ.
2: Amen, my brother. Amen. You, you know, I, I've always looked at you and, and, and I, there's times that I've envied you because of the man you are. You love the Lord, man, and your eyes are always on Him. You know you're you're now a pastor at uh, Living Hope Calvary Chapel in Oceanside, and you're awesome, brother. You're awesome. Uh, tell us a little bit about your role at at Living Hope.
3: Yeah, um, I'm man. I'm just one of the servants there. Uh, the The pastor, the title is just like Pastor Brad will say. At the end of the day, it's not about the title is about what are you doing with your hands and your feet to serve the Lord Jesus Christ that through your life, how would the Lord be glorified? So there, that's why you can catch me at the beach preaching on a Sunday Amen. and then you can come to the church on Monday and, and watch me wipe the toilets. Amen. And then on Wednesday, you could come and I'm serving the children and then on Thursday, I'm making communion in the kitchen. Awesome. And then on Friday, we could be washing the dishes and then that repeats itself. But it's not a burden. That's the difference between doing work for the Lord, and serving the Lord.
2: Amen. Well said. Hey, if you just tuned in, this is Freedom with Adam Riojas, and we are interviewing an incredible man of God, Paul Popow. Um, Paul, let me ask you a question. You, you not only serve um, you know, your, your family, your church, but you do something special for the city of Oceanside. Tell us a little bit about what you do for the school district.
3: Yeah, so I work for a, a company, uh the title of it is T C and it's Transformational Consulting. Uh two partners of mine formed this company because we wanted to give the students and the families um in the school district an opportunity um to to have hope and to have help and to support them um at this age and time of their life. There's a lot of crazy things going on, Adam, in this world and, and in the school it's it's evident that the world has seeped into the school in its darkness, and it's just evil. Some of the stuff is just evil. We're trying to uh, do prevention stuff with bullying, uh, with weapons, and all these different kind of things that are happening, not only uh, in Oceanside, but worldwide. You worldwide. see all these crazy things happening. Worldwide. And TC is just used to to hopefully prevent and then do intervention at the same time, if need be.
2: Amen. Well, you know, I, I you're a pretty big fella, so, I mean, I'm sure that... Uh, when they, when you're coming down, you lay down the law, but you also have all kinds of love. You know, you're, you're just an amazing man. And, um, you, you know, there's something else you do. I mean, I, you're forever. I don't know how you do it, but I see you down at the beach a lot. And, and when I see you, you have a lot of high school kids with you and sometimes younger. Um, tell us, tell our audience a little bit about what you do with these young men and young girls.
3: Yeah, with the athletic um, experience, with all the high-level coaching that my family has been um, able to receive this past 30 years, um, there's a lot of training programs out there that these kids can't afford. We're talking trainers that charge $125 an hour. Wow. We're talking about facilities that will charge a kid 1500 bucks a month. That's that's a house note, man. Hey, totally. And so knowing all what God has given me, the knowledge to train, um it's a ministry it's living hope athletic training living hope athletic training like i'm bringing hope to these kids through training amen and the base scripture goes back to what is it to be in the best shape of your life and lose your soul
2: no you're absolutely what is it to
3: correct. be the fastest um the quickest and lose your soul what is it to be the best athlete in the county and lose your soul so to answer your question more specifically i offer this uh, opportunity to all the youth Not only in Oceanside, but in San Diego County. And as you saw last Saturday, there were yeah. 60, 70 kids. They had a ton if of If they're waking up at 5.30 in the morning, man, you know what? Their training should be free.
2: <laughs> so it is free.
3: Yeah, it's free. And, and we we give them high-level training. You know, we. That, I, I see you out there, yeah. man. I'm like,
2: you're like a,
3: a pro coach and, with and, these children. And the, every time I leave there, I said, maybe my I should start training myself. The way I'm training these kids, I'll be in tip-top
2: shape. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've often thought of joining it. I'm thinking I, I could make it through a session like that.
3: Oh, man. That's That's
2: intense. That's intense, Pastor Paul, you know, and and, you know, your rewards are definitely in heaven, man. You are doing some some awesome things. So here's my uh, question, you know, regarding that. Um, Say some other kids outside of our school district would want to be part of this because, you know, like you said, some people can't afford one hundred and twenty five an hour, fifteen hundred a month. And you're doing it for free, but they're there early and they have to be dedicated and they have to listen. How do people contact you? What would they have to do to say, hey, I, I want to join uh, Paul? Uh, how do I become part of this? Or what do I have to do? Uh,
3: I don't have a speech impediment, so I'm going to say this very slow. Come on, brother. 760 521. Nine five eight one is my cell number, so I know the whole city of San Diego is listening to this. They are. So even if you're in LA, you're down south, you're up north, that's my cell number. If you really want your kids to be trained up, not only physically, but more importantly spiritually, call me.
2: Wow, Pastor Paul, that's this is live radio, baby. Oh, it is. This ain't, you didn't, you didn't tell me you were going to ask me this. Wolf, come on, and, hey,
3: I'm not a hireling. I'm a, shepherd. I'm a shepherd. Wow. It's my number. Wow. Even if people use it for the wrong reason, God will get you. Amen. I don't need to oh, defend myself. Man. I'm married happily. I got six kids. So all you ladies out there, if you see videos of me and me training, I'm happily married. Amen. My I brother. got a beautiful grandbaby here. And Amen. I'm untouchable. I can't be tempted. I can't Woo! be lured. I got the blood of the lamb, baby, running
2: all over my body. Bring it, baby. Bring it. <laughs> I love it, Pastor Paul. You're You're awesome, man. You know, there was a point where uh, I tried to recruit you to come to our church, but you know, God has you where you need to be. And and you are a blessing, my brother. There is, I I don't know a man like you in the whole city of Oceanside, in in San Diego. I mean, and I've had a lot of people here on this show, and uh, you're tip top, bro. You know, and and that's, I'm honored that you're here today. that's awesome. You gave it, these people your it, cell phone number. Oh,
3: bro, it's, it's a no-brainer. You know, when you invited me to church, I was just humbled, you know, and, and who, who knows one day how the Lord would cross our paths. Amen. You know, Pastor Brad at Living Hope, who I'm under and been under for 22 years, has been a father to me. Amen. You know, and I, it's just amazing what him and his uh, you know, wife and family, what they poured into me and my family, and, and it's a lot of why I am the way that I am, not. Because of him personally, but because of what God's done in his life. Amen. Through the new covenant grace of God. Amen. And giving me life through the most difficult times of life. Amen. And that's what I want to encourage the Christian out there on listening to this radio station, man, that the grace of God, if you don't have life in your Christian walk, get out under the law. Get out under self-condemnation. Get out of those things that are handcuffing yourself. Police don't even have to handcuff. We're handcuffing ourselves. Amen, my brother. Be released and be freed. because one thing I think Christians miss, we are called to excellence. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians, these earthen vessels, we have an excellency of the power that it's not from us, but it's from God. Wow. And when you do all things excellent in his name, he gives you a church. He gives you a school. He gives you (laughs) bistro. He gives you to you on the beach. He gives you Asahi bowls and coffee to light the people up. You (laughs) see what I'm saying? It's a life of rivers of living water flowing. And it don't stop. Amen. It don't stop. That's life in grace. People throw around grace. They throw around love. They throw around love, but they're not patient. They're rude. They're mean. They keep records of wrong. Come on, man. Biblically speaking, are you talking about love in the world or love in the Bible? Grace in the world or grace in the Bible? It's just not an amazing great song. It's
2: life. Wow, Pastor Paul, that's incredible. Hey, if you just tuned in, this is Freedom with Adam Riojas. And you are hearing an incredible man of God, Pastor Paul Paupa of Living Hope Calvary Chapel. But but he's he's more than just a pastor. He's a mentor to, to high school kids, to young children. His kids are... are are flourishing he's just a, a, a man of god so tell me tell our audience why this fire where did you get this man that's exciting you're you're lit up
3: and psalm 85 6 says will you not revive your people again O lord
1: amen that
3: they may rejoice it didn't say that they may go win souls to the Lord mm. and then this it didn't say that they'll go add more people to your church amen it just says that that they may rejoice again Amen. so many Christians ask pastor Adam they're not they're not walking around with the joy of the Lord because circumstances trip them up whatever they are they don't understand the grace of God for life if you have to go to several revival meetings That should be your answer. Why can't I be revived at home? Amen. When I wake up, when I go to sleep, when I'm coming home, all these different, why can't I have life more consistently? That's the revival fire. He says, will you not revive your people again so Mm. that they may rejoice? Amen. I know about you, but I'm not going to hell when I'm down come here on, on earth, man. man.
2: Come on, bro. I was going to hell
3: in two thousand one. Mm. I was there. I was in there.
2: Amen.
3: I didn't even have to go there physically. I was walking in hell. I was Amen. hopeless. I was desperate. I was stealing from family. Bro, come on, man. I'm I'm overjoyed, bro. That's where the fire comes. The fire doesn't come from the pastor. It don't come from the church. It don't come from somebody giving you a big tithing blessing. Come on. Revival must come from where it always came from Jesus himself. And if you're not in revival with Jesus himself, something else has to revive you. Amen. You know when you do a barbecue? Yeah. What you got to spray on those coals?
2: Mm. Lighter fluid.
3: Right? Too many of us need lighter fluid. Oh, if you just put the light on me, I'm fired up. Why <laughs> you got to put lighter fluid <laughs> Amen, on it? Brother, you see what I'm saying? I hear you. And then how long does it take for those coals to be ready to cook on? 45 minutes. 45. I don't have 45 minutes to wait for a revival. Amen. I need it now. Amen. I need to be refreshed now. I need to be renewed now. Acts 319 says refreshment comes from the times of repentance. We're so hard hearted. We don't think we have to repent. We don't think we have flaws. I'm flawed. When you say I'm talking to an amazing man of God, I'm cringing and I'm like, oh, my God, you're killing me, Adam. It's the truth, man, yeah, <laughs> truth. You, I, I have a disgusting, selfish man of God who understands his role. And God says, you want to follow me? Deny yourself. Wow. Don't discover yourself. Oh, my goodness.
2: Wow. You know, I, I I love you, man. You, you're keeping it real. You're keeping it real. You're bringing it, brother. Oh man, and I'm bro. just excited talking to you. I yes. Mean, you know, I, I I love it because our paths keep crossing. Yes. And, and they will continue to 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 cross, and they will continue to mend and to into and smelt together, and and it's just amazing.
3: Do you mind if I do something? Please. I, I want to play you. This song I say come on if Christians don't wake up like this, they need to wake up
2: again. Amen. Let's see it. Is it the opposite way? There you go. Stay on Jesus. Stay on Jesus. Woo! Come on. Stay on Jesus. Amen.
3: The song is about I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. I'm walking and talking with my mind stayed on Jesus. Ain't no harm with my mind stayed Stayed on on Jesus. Jesus.
2: What's the problem then? Amen. (laughs) So you know that's you're giving people the easy steps for them to be revived. They don't have to go to Salisbury. No. They can do it right now.
3: Right where they're at in their car. Right washing right. their car, tell, wherever they're listening to this radio tell station. Tell them what they need
2: to say. What needs to come out of their mouth and out of their heart? Lord Jesus,
3: my heart is not on fire for you. I've left my first love. I loved you more the first day I got saved than I do here in April 2023. And would you just take my offering of forgiveness and forgive me because the world, uh, my own desires, my flesh, The lust of this flesh, my pride, has prevented me from experiencing, like the psalm says, a flourishing walk of rivers of living water flowing in my heart and out of my mouth. Wow. There's no waiting line. You don't have to call Amazon. You don't have to call the local uh, TV show. It's available for you right where you are just through humility and brokenness, bro. That's powerful. And you know why I'm revived? Because it don't cost no money. I ain't got no oh! money. All my riches are in heaven, Come bro. On, brother. But if you were to talk to me, you'd think I'm a millionaire. Absolutely. Cars on the lot, beach house, front on the beach house. No, I, I, I wouldn't mind having that. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> when I go get my coffee at Bike Show and I'm sitting there looking at the beach, say, Lord, that's where it is. Come on. <laughs> so that's it. Humility, brokenness, and repentance. Too many pastors has made an emphasis on all the things they got to do. You got to come to this. You got to go to that. You have to pay this. Repent, pastor. Tell them the truth. Come humbly and broke before the cross. And lay at the foot of the cross and bring all your flaws and all your failures, and God, he'll turn you around. Wow. Last point. You have the wonderful worship. Wonderful worship in your church, you know. But if worship turns you on, but it don't turn you around, Continue to worship. Woo! <laughs> Man, <laughs> That's from Dr. Richard Bennett, who's within heaven right wow. now. If worship just turns you on, but it don't turn you around, ask the Lord to have it turn you Amen. around.
2: Amen. Amen. <laughs> so we got about a minute left. Um, give us a word of encouragement, because I, I want you to hang out, because you're going to close yeah, this in prayer. Yeah, I want to hear you preach the but, word. But um, give, us, give our audience a word of encouragement. You got about a minute and a half.
3: Yeah. Acts 20, 32 says, now, brethren, I commend you to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. If you're a believer in Christ and you're listening to this radio station and you're just downtrodden, you find yourself in a place of stress, you find your place uh, that the world is just overwhelming you. Just let those things go to the grace of God and just floor yourself, floor yourself at the foot of the cross and let the grace of God build you back up. And if you're not a believer of Christ, your encouragement is today is the day of salvation. Woo! Give your life over to Christ. And I'm not even saying hell as a as a threat, because it's real. It's real. There's no threats. No threats. It's just real. It's real. It's heaven or hell. There's no between, Pastor Adam. Amen. And that's part of the problem. Amen. There's no in between. No in between. I'm a male. I'm one hundred percent male. God created Woo! me to be male. Come on, brother. And I tell all my kids, you're either female or male.
2: Woo! What a word Pastor Paul gave us today! Stay tuned and don't leave us. Come right back after the break. We love you and God bless you.
1: you
4: Freedom Generation Higher Education is a faith-based alternative education option and official Turning Point USA Academy associate that values constitutional rights and medical freedom. Hosted by At The Cross Church in Oceanside, they serve pre-K through seventh grade and are Southern California's exclusive institution incorporating Turning Point USA Academy's 5C model. They offer in-person classes and electives Monday through Thursday and are now accepting applications for fall 2023. Visit them online at freedomgenerationedu.com or at the cross, Woohoo!
2: woo Welcome back to Freedom with Adam Riojas. You know, you just heard this powerful man of God, and, and I, I call him amazing, but it's the Spirit of God that rest upon him. It's the spirit that gives him the words to speak. And if you want to get a hold of him, please do. At the end of the show, you'll hear his phone number again. If you want to be coached by him, if you want to go see him live at the church that he attends. But thank you for tuning in. And now we are at the latter part of the show, and we are in the book of Malachi, chapter 3. And I just want to briefly catch you up um, when Malachi wrote this book. They had been back from their captivity uh in Babylon and they were actually there seventy years and they were now back in their land. It was a slow process. Um Ezra and then Nehemiah and but by now the temple is uh is been restored, it's been remodeled, it was in shambles when they came. Um and, and it's a hundred years later. Haggai and Zachariah had given a powerful word during this period when Nehemiah was actually and became the governor of Jerusalem, um, but by this point in time a hundred years from them first leaving Babylon, they were now uh, had become cold. Their heart had grown weary. The promises had not come to pass in their generation. Because, you know, when you book read the book of Zechariah, it sounds like Jesus is coming right back at that time. And that's something amazing that God has done is that he's always kept his people on their toes. That's why we have to be waiting for him. That's why every generation has been ready. But we've never lived like in a time we are now it's like okay god let's go now come for us lord but we need to keep our eyes focused but again these people had taken their eyes off the lord they had become doubtful they had walked away we and when we read chapter 1 it spoke about the people and then the priest and then chapter 2 was all about the priest and the levites and and we saw the application and those that are in ministry now that Aren't teaching. They were no longer no longer knowledgeable. They were teaching from their head and not from what God was giving them in the scriptures. And that's what happens when we take our eyes off of God. And that's where we're at as a nation now. And God can only revive us. But this book is so apropos for now. And here's chapter three. It says this: "Behold, I will send my messenger." And he shall prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the Lord. What an amazing verse that we start off with, because we see here that this prophecy was fulfilled in John the Baptist. In Matthew 11, 10, it says this, for this is he of whom it is written behold i send my messenger before thy face which shall prepare the way before thee and so as we come back to this to this verse we see here god speaking because when you look at verse 17 in chapter 2 the verse prior to this it says you have worried the lord that word lord it's Yahweh, it's Jehovah, it's the tetragram, it's where we inserted vowels because the people had become kind of leery and kind of scary and they took out the vowels because they thought the name of God was too holy to be spoken. Eventually, vowels were inserted and it was Yahweh and then in the English, we just translated his name to Jehovah. So, when you read that you have worried the Lord, you have worried Jehovah, Yahweh, with your works, you say, wherein have we worried you? When you say, everyone that doeth evil is good in his sight, and the Lord, and he delighteth in them, or where is the God of judgment? Again, it's almost like a mirror of today. You call evil good and good evil, and that's exactly what was happened during, happening during Malachi's t- time. But here we see Yahweh. Jehovah is speaking when he says, Behold, I will send my messenger. He's saying, I will, and he shall prepare the way before me. So who did he prepare the way for? Jesus, Jehovah, Yahweh, it's calling Jesus Jehovah. It's calling Jesus Yahweh. It is so clear who Jesus is. He's God. When you take deity away from God, when you take your eyes off of who he is, you're lost. You begin to trust a man. A man cannot save you. If Jesus was just a man, he couldn't save you. But he was 100% God, and he is 100% God. He was 100% man, but he was God. He was God. He was Jehovah. Because again, the verse is, I will send my messenger, John the Baptist, and he shall prepare the way before me, before Yahweh, and the Lord whom you seek shall surely... Suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, whom you delight in, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. Now, what's really amazing about this verse is that it was fulfilled when Jesus cleansed the temple the very first time. Some people say that John was actually... Um, took it out of context because it should have been at the end of John, but it makes no sense because when he appeared at the temple, it was sudden. And let me read that to you. John 2, 13 and 16, it says, And the Jews' Passover was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He had just did his very first miracle when he changed the sub- the molecular substance of something to another molecular substance and that was water to wine to grape juice. And here now and the Jews Passover was at hand, and Jesus wept to up to Jerusalem, went up to Jerusalem, and found in the temple those that sold ox and sheep and doves and the changers of money sitting. And when he had made a scourge of small cords, he drove them all out of the temple and and the sheep and the oxen, and poured out the changers' money and overthrew the tables. And he said unto them that sold the doves, Take these things, hence, or get them out of here. Make not my father's house a house of merchandise. We know that it is at, at the second time at its cleansing, right? Before he's crucified, he says, my house shall be called a house of prayer. But this is when he shows up suddenly out of nowhere. He had just performed an incredible miracle, and he shows up to the temple, and he cleanses it. He kicks everybody out. He turns the table out and says, what are you doing? He, was, he had a zeal. He shows up suddenly in the temple. What an amazing fulfillment. And then as we go on to verse 2, it says this. Uh, well, actually, I, I wanted to read one more verse of, of the fulfillment of John the Baptist. In Isaiah 41 to 3, we see this: Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. Comfort my people. That's all not only for John the Baptist, but that's for you and I. We need to comfort God's people. It's it's so apro. It's there's an amazing application. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that a warfare is accomplished and that her iniquity is pardoned, for she has received in the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley should be exalted, and every mountain shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain, fulfilled in John the Baptist, this messenger that went before Jesus, before Yahweh, as Malachi calls him, as God himself says, you're preparing my way, and and it's incredible, verse 2 says this, but he who abide the day of his coming, but he who may abide in the day of his coming, and who shall stand when he appeareth, for he is like a refiner's fire, and like a fooler's So he cleanses you. That's what Jesus does. What's really amazing about these next several verses is that he interwines his second coming with his first showing up in Jerusalem. But but it's easy to see because remember when he comes at his second coming, it's to refine. It's, It's to take over, it's to set up the kingdom, it's for God to reign, it's for Jesus to be the man, God on his throne, just like he promised the Israelites, God fulfills his promise, if today you're doubting, God fulfills them. look, this was 400 years before John the Baptist ever showed up, you have to be patient, you have to wait for him, because he's coming, and he will come, and all his promises will be fulfilled. Today you can believe, you can trust God in his word, that when he says something, it's going to come to pass. He is God, and he cannot lie, and he cleanses, and he refines, and he shall sit as the refiner and purifier of silver. you know how... uh the those that worked with silver and gold knew when the it was purified when they could see the reflection in the pot that's how God knows when you're purified Christian when you're purified believer is when he sees his reflection in who you are now are you refined have you been faking? Have you been the hypocrite in the church? Have you been the one that just goes to socialize? He refines. And he shall sit as the refiner and purify of silver. And he shall purify the sons of Levi. And purge them as gold and silver that they may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness. He he skips over to the end right here, to the second coming. Because those Levites still have a job to do. They still have to be waiting patiently. And, and listen, today if if you just happen to come on the show and you're Jewish, God still has promises for you. God still loves you. Israel will be the nation. It will rule the world at one time when Jesus fulfills His promise. Eventually, the offering of Judah and the Jerusalem be pleasant unto the Lord as in the days of old, as in the former years. And I will come near to you to judgment and I will put a swift witness to against the sorcerers, against the adulterers, against the false swearers, swears against those that oppress the hireling in his wages, and the widow and the fatherless, and turn aside the stranger from his right, and fear not me, saith the Lord of hosts. Listen, right now is the appointed day of salvation. Jesus is about to, is about to come back. The great resurrection of the believers, and then those of which were which are alive in the Greek it says Harpazo, in the Latin it says Rapturo, in the English it says caught up, but it says that the dead in Christ will rise first. You don't have to go through this tribulation that's to come upon us now, you, you can skip that part of the show, you can skip that judgment of God. On planet earth. And you can be caught up and taken with the Lord. And then come back as as a judge. Come back as a priest. You will be able to to reign with Christ for those thousand years. And those folks that made it through the tribulation. Today is a day of salvation. God cannot lie. And when he comes back at his second coming. He's going to clean house. The wicked will be held accountable. I am the Lord. I change not. Therefore you sons of Jacob are not consumed. They should have all been consumed. We should all be consumed today. But it's because of his mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. It's because of God's goodness. God is unchanging. God will never leave you nor forsake you. who is unchanging. His promises are true today and they're true tomorrow. He cannot lie. Even from the days of your fathers, you are gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return unto me and I will return unto you, saith the Lord of hosts. But you said, wherein shall we return? Where have we failed you, God? What have we done wrong, God? How do we come back, God? I believe that God, right now, God is speaking to you, to you, Christian. If you don't know Jesus, then you can come to his feet right now, but he's speaking to you, believer, right now. They, a hundred years after their captivity, they had, no, they had now lost hope. They had now gone and done what they wanted to do. Hey, if you just tuned in, this is Freedom with Adam Riojas. And thank you for being here with us as we're going. Through the book of Malachi. It's an incredible word back then. It's an incredible word today. His word is always a- applicable. It transpires time. It transcends time. Look what it says. Verse 8. Will a man rob God? Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, where have we robbed thee? In tithes and in offerings, you've robbed God. In tithes and in offerings, you have robbed God. In tithes, God doesn't need your money. He He instituted that to see where your heart would be. He instituted that to bless you more. He to see if if you were willing to give God so that He could give you more. That's why it's there. Some people say, wait a minute, I never see that in the New Testament. There's no tithes and offering. Listen, Jesus in the Sermon of the Mount sent a higher standard than the law. If you look on a woman to lust, you have already lusted. If you say to your brother you fool, you have already murdered him. It's a higher standard. Look what it says about giving in Second Corinthians chapter nine. But this I say. He which soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly. If you don't give that much, you're not getting that much. If you're greedy, then you're going to get nothing. And he which soweth bountifully, he that giveth bountifully or gives a lot shall reap also bountifully. There's, there's, there's the rule. There's an unknown, unspoken spiritual rule. The more you give, the more you get back. You're probably saying that doesn't work for me. Listen, have you done it with your whole heart? Ha- have you done it not not in a way to okay, God, I'm going to give you ten bucks. Give me twenty. That's not how it works. But look what he says. He says this: every man according as he purposes in his heart. It's higher standard. So let him give not grudgingly out of necessity or out of having an abundance. For God loves a cheerful giver. If you haven't been given your tithes and offerings cheerfully, don't do it. You better just stop. You might as well stop going to church. Listen, I'm not encouraging you to go to church. Today we're talking about you and I spreading the word and getting right with God. You heard Pastor Paul earlier how he's blessed because he gives till it hurts. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you always have in all sufficiency and all things may abound to every good work as it is written. He hath dispersed abroad, he hath given to the poor, his righteousness remaineth forever. Now he that min- ministereth seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causes through us thanksgiving to God for the administration of his service not only supplieth the want of the saints, but is abundant also to many thanksgiving unto God. That's his word. Verse 9 of Malachi, as we go back in chapter 3, it says this. You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even the whole nation. Bring the tithes into the storehouse, into your churches. Listen. Your tithe belongs to God. Your tithe belongs to the church you attend, not to a church that you decide to visit. If you ever decide to come to the Cross at, or Living Hope or Pastor Paul Pastors and, and, and you bring your tithe, we're going to ask you to take it back to your church. But if you're bringing an offering, praise the Lord, your tithe belongs to your church to where you are being fed. Bring ye the tithes into the storehouse, that they may be meat in my house. And prove me now, herewith saith the Lord of force, If I will not open you the windows of heaven, and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be enough room to receive it. Did you get that? God is talking about opening up the windows of heaven, and giving you so much that you your own house would not be able to sustain it. That's his word. God cannot lie. Will you rob God? Will you rob God? Here's the only place where he calls you out on. He calls you out on your money. He's calling me out on my money. He's saying, try me in this. Test me in this. See if I will do it. But it has to be with a giving heart. It has to be done cheerfully. And then he'll open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. It doesn't say rain out a blessing. He says, pour out a blessing. Pour out a blessing. Verse 12 says this, or verse 11. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. That means Satan cannot touch what's yours. If you begin to give Wholeheartedly, if you begin to ask God to give you a heart of giving, especially you who are rich today, you who have an abundance, you who has all them cars in that garage, and you'll let me tell you a quick story. There's a guy recently had had like twenty or thirty cars that were worth millions of dollars. He had them stored up, and guess what? He died, and and the cars were given away in auction and sold for to give the money to some some other place don't store your goods on earth store them in heaven so that your reward may be in heaven and he will destroy the fruits of your ground neither shall your show your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field says the lord of hosts he will bless you see i have a garden personally And this garden, it just gives me fruit in abundance. That's his word coming to pass. And all the nations shall call you blessed, for you shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. You will be blessed. Your words have been stout against me, saith the Lord. You say, what have we spoken so much against thee? And here's the answer. You have said it is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we have kept his ordinance and that we have walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts? What's the profit? And now we call the Lord, we call the proud happy. We say that those that are proud are happy. Yea, they that work wickedness are set up. Oh, they're hooked up. They've been taken care of. And look at me, I have nothing. Yea, they that tempt God are even delivered. Then they that fear the Lord spoke often one to another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it. Did you hear that? Then they that fear the Lord. If you're fearing the Lord, if you're reverencing the Lord today, the Lord is hearing you now. And a book of remembrance was written before him. This is what he did for these folks. He wrote a book of remembrance for all the good things that they were doing. For them that fear the Lord and that thought upon his name. Every good thought that you have about God is recorded in heaven. Here is the proof. Here is where it says it. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts. And in that day I make up my jewels, you and I. And I will spare them as a man spareth his own son and serveth him. When I make up my jewels, when God gathers his jewels. You know that is an amazing, powerful, powerful word. You know that that Peter calls you and I a peculiar a peculiar vessel, a peculiar treasure. You are a jewel when you keep your eyes on the Lord. Then shall you return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. God knows your every thought. Church, repent. Church, get right with God. Pastor Paul, would you please close us in prayer?
3: Father, we thank you that in the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 8, your living word says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. From Oceanside to San Diego, Father, we pray that you would empower your believers, your sons and your daughters, Lord, to come back to the throne room of grace, to give all that they have because it's all of yours in the first place. The ties, the material things are very lives. And then finally, Lord, that every believer that would hear this radio station on this particular day would understand Romans 12, 1, when you exhort us to give our bodies as a living sacrifice, which is our holy and acceptable service unto you, not being transformed by this world, not being conformed to this world, but being transformed by the renewing of our mind. We pray that you take Pastor Adams teaching this radio station, the ministry at At The Cross, k Radio Ministries, and you would bless it. Rivers of living water would pour out into the radio waves and the stations of the people that listen. And ultimately, Lord, that you would empower us that we may be witnesses of who you are in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Pastor Paul, give him your phone number one more time. If
2: 760-521-9581. God bless you. Woo! We love you and thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next Sunday. Yes, Woo!
1: Thanks for listening to Freedom with Adam Riojas. If you'd like to contact Adam, Email him at freedom at adamriojas.com. Make sure to tune in next week at 5 p.m. here on K Praise. If you missed a show, go to your favorite podcast provider and search Freedom with Adam Riojas.
4: Freedom Generation Higher Education is a faith-based alternative education option and official Turning Point USA Academy associate that values constitutional rights and medical freedom. Hosted by At the Cross Church in Oceanside, they serve pre-K through 7th grade and are Southern California's exclusive institution incorporating Turning Point USA Academy's 5C model. They offer in-person classes and electives Monday through Thursday and are now accepting applications for fall 2023. Visit them online at freedomgenerationedu.com or at the cross,